Welcome back to Radio X Off The Record, a podcast produced by NSU's Radio X. I'm Jamari, although most of you may know me as DJ Flacky on 88.5 FM, coming to you from Nova Southeastern University. We are so excited to be back for a second season with brand new segments like NSU updates, a look into Radio X's charting artists, and of course, our artist interview. Although as this episode is published on 9-11, we would like to start off with a brief moment of silence for all the lives lost during the events of 9-11 19 years ago. For our NSU updates, we are joined by U.S. Army veteran and exercise science major here at NSU, William Santos. To start off, I asked where William learned about VRC, the Veterans Resource Center here at NSU. I first learned about uh, Veteran Resource Center by going to orientation during my junior year of college. I, that's where I met Matt uh, Matthew Chenworth, and he pretty much did a little presentation where he verbally just talked about what the VRC is and that it essentially exists and just chatted it up with all the vets after the orientation and I just grew interested in how I can be a part of that essentially and then that's how I learned about the VRC and then I I didn't slowly but surely as that semester progressed throughout that that year I just kind of went to the VRC and checked out the room met all the fellow veterans I was surprised to see how many veterans were involved I was not expecting that at all considering that this is a private institution with not a lot of students at least when I started coming here I'm glad I met Matt and all the, all the other you know peers that I have there are veterans as well that I, that I have still have class with now and that I work with now as well what made you want to be a part of uh, I think you kind of touched upon this already but what made you want to be a part of VRC or the Freedom Sharks so before they were called Freedom Sharks there, there was just VRC and uh, initially what really drew me to being a part of the organization and the club as well was just basically it was just for me it was just helping out other veterans to figure out what you know route they need to take to be successful in whatever you know academic endeavors they had so I really love when a vet comes in and has no idea what he or she is doing regarding educational you know benefits and I just love kind of steering them in the right direction so that they can you know find the right person to talk to and sometimes you know from my experience as a vet who has gone through the same scenarios I do have a lot of situations or experience talking about these uh, situations so I just kind of guide them but I don't we don't necessarily give advice that's not really our job we just kind of network and guide these veterans to to go and and seek the appropriate help that they need through the VA and other sources mentioning the helping aspect would you say that that was one of the things that interested you as far as a work study yeah I still do it to this day uh, even though I'm more involved with the freedom sharks with trying to you know continue working with other clubs and getting our, our name out there because you know there's still some veterans that don't know that we're here and and you know we have been doing a really good job in getting all the veteran population to to know that we're here and that we're here for them and that's mainly why we're here purposes for them so at this point i, I believe it's just only new veteran students that don't know we were here until they go to orientation but unfortunately because of corona some you know some of them may have not been able to to hear about us so hope we're hoping as you know population within the school increases you know we can you know touch on one-on-one with those vets or somehow you know bump into them and or i'll have class with them and, and kind of steer them the right direction mentioning classes and other events what were some benefits that 
you that you feel others can as far as education or professional goals? So being a part of the, the VRC really helped me understand how my benefits helped me. And if anything were to ever go wrong with my benefits, whether that be school or anything else, uh, there's a great staff here always to pretty much guide me. Unfortunately, not every veteran knows the full potential of their benefits and what the next step is if a benefit ends. So with that being said, it's just really helpful that the VRC was here to help me do that. And that's what I love doing too for other veterans now as well. And then to kind of continue talking about the organization as a whole, you guys recently changed locations. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. We are now located at the the Carl DeSantis building on the first floor where the Academic Success Center used to be. It's definitely an improvement from where we were before. I mean, we were definitely grateful for where we were at before. We were in the Rosenthal building, the, the white building next to where the gym is at in front of the shark statue. But uh, it wasn't enough space to kind of, you know, to provide provide all the services that we provide and to have all the conversations needed to have within that space. Now we have all the space to really have more people there. Of course, you know, COVID restrictions, you know, we can't always have as much as we would like to, but we still have a steady base of veterans that still come in despite population being low in school. We're always open if anyone ever feels that they would, you know, want to check us out, veteran or non-veteran. To kind of wrap off the interview um, and finalize on the actual organization. Um, are there any potential upcoming events, future updates, or anything that we can look forward to this semester? Well, the VRC and the Freedom Sharks as a whole, we, we definitely want to continue the great relationship that we have with other organizations and clubs within the school and outside the school as well. And, and of course, given the opportunity, we, we definitely want to, to reach out more to both veteran and non-veteran students just to let them know that we're here thank you william so much for joining us and now on to dj frank to talk a little bit about our current charting artists what's going on it's dj frank radio x's music director to go over the top 10 picks of the week number one declan mckenna's new album zeros this is an indie rock album produced by the london artist declan mckenna number two we have matt corby's new single vitamin which is an acoustic rock kind of song produced by london artist matt corby and coming in at number three yet another london artist shy girl produced her new single called freak it is a dance and electronic vibe which i really really like coming in at number four we have the happy fits with their new album what could be better bringing us another alternative hit from their lineup Coming in at number five, we have B-Star, the up-and-coming Louisiana artist who created a song called Tweety featuring none other than Boozy. Coming in at number six, we have Throwing Muses, the artist who created a new album called Sun Racket. It is an alternative indie album, which I think you guys will really like. Coming in at number seven, we have Josiah Johnson producing his new album, Every Feeling on a Loop. This is an alternative and indie album. Coming in at number 8, we have PVRIS, who was once called Paris, but had to change their name. PVRIS produced the new album, Use Me, which is an electro-pop and alternative album. I think you'll really like it. Coming in at number 9, we have Robert Glasper, producing his new album, Better Than I Imagined. Robert Glasper actually is a pianist and has won an Emmy for his piano work. Coming in at number 10, we have Michael Bernard Fitzgerald and his new album, Love Valley. Love Valley is another alternative rock and indie band, which I think you guys will really like. So, that was our Discover Weekly playlist, which can be seen on our Spotify at NSU Radio X. Check out our Discover Weekly playlist on Spotify to hear all these great hits.
Keep it locked to Radio X. Thank you, Frank. Now for an exclusive interview with artist Hira by DJ Black Lotus. For this week's artist interview, we're talking to international singer, songwriter, and performer Hira, who is changing the world with music through her songs like Life, Love, Lessons, with her powerful vocals and mesmerizing lyrics. Her latest single on Spotify and iTunes called Crazy was number one on Met 10 Hits FM for four weeks and featured on national TV on Fresh Brew RTM2. And she's recently been going global probably because fans have been so crazy about her. So of course, Hira, the first question I want to ask you is what got you into making music? My name's Hira. To be very honest, two things got me into music, I think it was since I was five. I think one of the things is I fell in love with Hannah Montana. I'm not sure how many of you are from the 90s gang, but I really love the idea of being a pop star and also being a student. Although in hindsight, it's not um, like I should have thought it through because it's a lot of hours that you put in, but really fun. So that's one of my biggest inspirations, how I got into music. I think that story is definitely relatable and most kids from the 90s, including myself, probably wanted to be pop stars also when they were growing up, which goes to my next question. Who has been your biggest inspiration throughout your music career? Okay, I think since when I was like a teenager, I really loved Panic at the Disco and I was madly in love with Paramore. Uh, as I grow up now, I think one of the people who are my idols as performers are Beyonce, Freddie Mercury, and also Michael Bublé. Because I really like how they interact and engage with the audience, how they really connect to you in a concert. At the same time, they're wonderful people. Like, they're just really amazing people. That's what I strive to be. More than just performers and singers, they're just great and humble people. And what would you say is your favorite song that you've written and why was it your favorite? Okay, this is like a tough question. I write songs a lot. So like I have I have probably maybe like four or five songs out, like properly recorded three, but I have like a live album out. But then I have about 60 songs in the bag. So uh, I constantly like the ones that I've newly written. But to be very honest, Crazy is one of my favorites actually. Because why I do music is I feel like the world needs good music that's catchy and can benefit people. So when I wrote Crazy, it was such a simple song to sing and the chorus is really catchy and like every six-year-old can sing it. So I can provide positivity and impact them in the right way through crazy. Well, it's great then that your favorite song that you've written is doing so well on the charts. And what artist are you hoping to collaborate with sometime within your music career? Oh, man. I mean, I would love to have collaborated with Freddie Mercury. So probably literally I can only do that in my dreams unless they have a hologram. But uh, other than that, I would really love to work with Beyonce. I think she's my idol <laughs> on how to be an amazing person. So that's like my dream there. That'd be good. And it's so appropriate that your song is named Crazy because things have <laughs> honestly been going really crazy nowadays in the world. And because of that, how has the pandemic personally affected your, your creative process when making music or writing songs? Okay, that's a good question. Um, for those of you who are listening in, I'm uh, actually from Malaysia. So we're a country in Southeast Asia, next to Singapore, for those of you who know where Singapore is. And um, so the pandemic has is, is been struck worldwide. All of us have been in lockdown. And I don't know about you guys, but in Malaysia, the arts industry was like completely shut down. Now, many industries completely shut down. One of it was the arts and performing industry. So for me, at first, to be honest, I'm like 21. So the first thing when the pandemic hit, it was cool. I have never experienced anything big or drastic. So I was like, oh, it's like a mini holiday. 
holiday. But after a while, it's like, okay, all the things that I had planned, I planned on doing like a tour for crazy got cancelled. Like you can't do any live performances. So I one good thing is when we are on social media, I started seeing one of my friends who was a comedian who started performing internationally. So she started doing open mics on Facebook and different countries like in the US, in the UK, in Japan and everything. So I was like, oh, okay. Maybe I realized I haven't done my full potential as a singer. I've always only just seen myself in the 30 kilometer radius of where I am at or 30 miles radius. I don't know. <laughs> Metric system. But uh, so yeah. So for me, I said the pandemic, as much as it's been difficult and but for me, it's been a lot of time reflecting on myself. I think one of the best songs I've written, which is my next single, <laughs> but uh, that's actually written from the pandemic, finding your own happiness, finding who you are. So that's been good. Lah. It's been a different type of reflection. So it's, most of the time, it's always been about the outside world like, oh, I experienced this. I want to write a song about this. I want you to learn from this lesson. So the pandemic was really you and yourself and maybe just your family too. So really getting to understand what makes you you and how you're going to overcome that to become the best version of you. So in that shell, pandemic really did help me because I realized I could reach out to the world from just my room. I could impact people's lives and make them feel more positive, feel them more, make them feel more happy and hopeful through the songs that I wrote. So I got to do live performances in Spain. I got to do some shows in Wales, in India, in uh, Pennsylvania. So when I met people around the world, who were all going through the same conditions as I were but I was able to share songs that inspired them and brought them hope and made them feel happy for a while I think that's what I want to do that's what I mean by changing the world with music well I think that's a great mission to have and you've definitely been creating a lot of great music that's been going globally and that you've been sharing with the world and another question that I want to ask is how would you describe the music that you create Oh, okay. I've never been able to find a genre because I'm like, I don't write blues. I don't write jazz. So like, other than pop, I want, I thought I could make my own genre. Like I could make a sunflower genre. <laughs> so the, my songs are this category. They're the happy kind. They make you feel inspired. They make you feel alive, like, like geared up to do something. Or they make you contemplate life. But other than that, yeah, I haven't found a genre per se. I would say I fall along the lines of pop, maybe country, slowly venturing into EDM, but also like indie. And just like many other artists have inspired you, what advice would you give to another aspiring artist? Whoa, okay. What I would tell another inspiring artist is you gotta take action, man. I mean, two things is, number one, I think a lot of people think you need talent to be a singer. And I'm not saying like you can't, like you must have talent, but I, w I have to be honest, I wasn't a very talented singer. I wasn't born a Whitney Houston or like a Celine Dion. I was a mediocre, maybe almost getting like a pass mark singer. So I wasn't like outstanding, but I had the love and passion for it. So as I kept working on it, I kept getting better through my live performances. So you got to take action, whether it's to start performing or start messaging people, putting out your, putting your work out there and finding how to get your work to reach more people. So I think that's one thing that we're all very shy to do. It's like if you record a cover and you post it, that's already a very big step. But the next step that we're all shy to do is share it with your friends. And I know it can be daunting to like direct message all your friends. Hey, I can do the cover. Can you like it? But when you take that type of action, people actually notice what you're doing and they start listening and they start following you they become your fans so uh, a lesson that I learned uh, is you got to take action nobody's going to come and find you and make you a pop star and it's great that you were able to take that next step in your career so I think the obvious question next to ask is what is next for you and what are some other projects that you might be working on 
Okay, so let's take it simple first. What's next? I mean, currently in Malaysia, we're having this thing called in in Bahasa Malaysia, which is our national language, is called Anugerah Lagu Indie, which translates to Independent Music Awards. So apparently, this is the first time that they're having it here, and there were six hundred songs submitted, and my song Crazy actually got selected for the semi-finals, which is the top thirty-six. So that's already crazy news. So currently, I'm working towards the live performance for the semi-finals and hearing what the judges think, how the performance is gonna go. So we're doing the whole thing on. Online so that people can watch it on YouTube. So it should be 9 p.m. on Malaysia time, but 9 a.m. in the U.S. So that's something that I'm currently working on. Other than that, in the pipeline, we have an amazing song that should be releasing in November. We haven't started work on the music video yet, but I really love the song. That's like crossing into EDM. So from country to EDM, I'm like, ooh, it's gonna be dope. <laughs> so that's currently what I'm working on musically, just spreading my music. I think my sister complains about this a lot. Since I've written like 60 songs and she likes quite like almost all of them, she kind of gets mad when I keep writing new songs because she's like, you haven't released the old ones. When am I ever going to listen to them? So we got to work on that <laughs> more impacting people through music. But a uh, fun fact, uh, other than being a singer, I'm also a social entrepreneur. So together with me and a couple of friends, we actually run this youth movement called Ascendance. So Ascendance is actually basically a platform that we work with youngsters to guide them to bring out their passions. So like if you wanted to be a singer and you didn't know where to start, that's how Ascendance actually helps you. So we guide you, get sure, make sure that you have the right values, have the right mindsets and take the right action and are supported by people who are like-minded like you. So it could be you are interested in business, you could be interested in writing, you could be interested in accounts. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, it's like we're showing you how to get that reality now. So that's kind of what we're working on. So as Ascendance's Chief Operations Officer, we're planning up for a virtual conference in December for 500 students. So that's going to be crazy <laughs> organizing that, but it's going to be super, super fun. We're getting corporates involved, we're getting students and schools involved, and we're getting the Malaysian Ministry of Education involved as well. So. Well, thank you so much for sharing your current projects with us. And I'm sure you guys have a lot more things in the works. So where can people find out more about you, your music, and more about Ascendance? So if you want to find out about me and my music, you can find me on most social media platforms at Hira Official. So it's H-E-E-R-R-A-A. -A. Yeah, that's how my name is spelled. <laughs> uh, that's Hira Official. So you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm active there. I'm sorry, I'm not a TikTok user yet. I mean, I have the account, but I haven't posted anything. <laughs> no shade. <laughs> and uh, for Ascendance, you can actually find us at Ascendance. So A S. C-E-N-D-A-N-C-E -E, Pro, P-R-O. So it's like Ascendance Pro. The short form was actually supposed to be Ascendance Project, but it turned out to be more than a project. It became a company and then a youth movement. But yeah, you can find us on Ascendance Pro. And for my music, like you mentioned, you can actually find it on Spotify and iTunes and the Hira. Well, thank you so much, Hira, for taking the time to speak with us. It was a pleasure getting to know more about you, your music, and your businesses that you're associated with as well. Thank you so much, Horatia. I think one more thing that I would like to just add on before I say goodbye is um, try to look for people around you that support what you do, whatever field it may be. It may be in the medical field. It may be in the business field. Find people who can support your ideas and believe in you way before you believe in yourself. So as much as I've wanted to be a singer since I was five, I didn't know how to get there. There was no guideline on step one to becoming Beyonce. I just knew I had the idea and I, after a while as the years passed, I just gave hope on that idea because nobody really supports it here. For me, what changed my life was when I was 14, I met this social incubator platform called ET Ideas. ET Ideas was actually the first bunch of people to tell me, okay, you want to be a singer? That's not crazy. 
crazy. Why not let's show you how you can do it? Why not write a song first? Why not start recording something and showing it to us? Maybe we can try to do something. So for me, these people, they're my family and they really changed my life a lot. So find people like that in your environment. There are bound to be people who, there, who are there that really love you and who really support you and can see a bit ahead of your journey more than you can. Because I swear, if you ask me what's like 10 steps ahead, I can't see what's that big of a plan for me. But I'm sure my mentors can see it for me and they're going to guide me towards that. So find someone that can support you and be there for you to remind you on your goals and get you moving. Thanks, Hira. I don't think I could have said it better myself. And it's great that you had those people and that they were able to help you. And now you've become this big success. So of course, the potential that they saw in you was 100% correct. And it was there. <laughs> you're too kind. I swear you're too kind. It's very nice meeting you and also sharing what I'm up to. And I heard that you're, a lot, you're up to a lot of amazing stuff too. I think all of you are. Please keep it up.